Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids, and this is episode 13, and we are talking Grand Theft Auto for the PlayStation 1. Me and Dan Coles, returning from his stint doing Final Fantasy VIII, are going back to where it all started. Remember Grand Theft Auto? I've already messed up, and I'm 20 seconds in. Remember Grand Theft Auto 3? How big that game was? Well, this was where it all came from. And I'm going to tell you now, we both have different versions of what we thought about this game. I, mm, yeah, I didn't like it. It's not my cup of tea, shall we say, and I'm going to destroy it in a polite way. We make sure we stay this polite for now, because Dan Dan did like this game. He did like playing this as a kid. Now, my brother played this as a kid quite often, but I didn't. I just like to go on and cause mayhem, but there were lots of problems in this game. Is what you could really call an experiment, but we will get onto that as the show progresses. First of all, thank you for listening. It really helps that you're here. But I just need to do the plug. We always need to do the plug. I am so sorry. So let's just get through this. Hang on. I'm a little bit tired. I do apologize. If you want to support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. First of all, you can go to YouTube or you can go to the Honest Pokemon Trainer. Just give me a subscribe. It really helps get my numbers up. I do challenge videos every three to four weeks and it's basically Pokemon challenges and let's see if they can do it doing this. Let's see if they can do it in this time, blah, blah, blah. If you want to support Retro Wars, you can do so in different ways as well. Now, where, where are you listening to this? If you're listening to this on Apple, if you listen to our Spotify, Podbean, wherever, give it a like, give it a review, give it some stars. The more stars you get, the more reviews you give it, the more chance that people get to see it. And I want to hear if I'm doing things right, if I'm doing things wrong. It really does help. You could follow me on Twitter at, at Wars underscore Retro. Yeah, Retro Wars is already taken. So you can find me at Retro Wars if you go to the search bar. But if you want to find me direct, it's Wars underscore Retro. But also, if you want to help me, support me on Patreon, help me out financially. To do that, you go to patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1.50 Australian, $1 American, and 70p UK, you get a number of perks. You get to send in letters, where basically I'll read them out on the show, although I've not really got a name for that at the moment. I'll try and think of something. I'll try and think of a catchy tune when we start getting some letters in. You can join our Discord, where I want to build our own little community where we can get together, take the piss out of each other, in a friendly way, of course, and get to talk about games all day, which is great. You can give me your thoughts each week about the game we're going to discuss. You can take part in Patreon-only polls, and you can decide what games we're going to do. You also get to message me one-on-one, if you, if you want. You don't have to, but you can. But also you get an exclusive show called DLC, which is available every two weeks. And as promised, and I will keep doing, you get a bit of a sneak peek of that. And this is the first episode I did last week of DLC, where I'll be talking about my favourite fighting games. Soul 
I'm going to say Soul Blade because that's what I, I called it as a kid. That's how I refer to it as in the UK. I love this game. Uh, it was a bit different from most games I've played in the before because usually you, you're looking at, you know, knocking out your opponent, taking their energy bar from 100% to zero. This is a little bit different because you can actually battle on like a 360 environments. So whilst it was 2D and S, you can kind of go round and you can actually kick your opponent out the ring. So even if you were absolutely doing fuck all and losing, you can suddenly get a quick throw or a quick heavy hit and you can kick them out the ring and win the match. There's a cheap way to win and there's often some of the times I used to win matches against the CPU. I don't, you know, I'm not judging, but that's how I used to do it. But it was a great game. It was a good set of characters. I think I used a guy called, I used to use a guy called Rock who was absolutely huge. He had a big, massive guy with a wolf's hat on his head. At wolf's fur, I should say. Not a wolf hat. And he had a big dock off axe. And that was the first ever episode of DLC. The next episode will be coming out. I think we're going to be probably doing RPGs. I think that'll be coming out on Friday. Right. So if you don't know, if you're new to the show, we do this in two halves. So the first half is going to be talking about the news. And the second half, we'll be talking about the game we're covering, GTA. So if you want, maybe skip up 10, 10, 15 minutes up to you. Although, you know, don't go too far. You don't want to miss it. So, yeah, the news. And we'll get into this. And we call this segment Patch 3. Jesus. What is going on with me today? I've just recorded earlier, so I'm a little bit all over the place. And that was a really good video, and it kind of broke me. But that was about 50 minutes long. So, right. Start again. Come on. We've got a new segment, and we're calling this Patch 13.0. There we go. I did it. So what's been going on in the gaming world? Well, there's been quite a few things. I think recently Xbox, I keep saying Xbox, both Microsoft and Sony have announced that they're going to be adding adverts to -to free-to-play games. And some people were like, you can't add adverts to games. I don't have a problem with that, to be honest. I don't see an issue with it, as long as it's the free-to-play ones, because you need to make your money somehow. And when you go to these ones you get on your phones, on Android or Apple, you often have to sit for an advert, or you often see, like, a banner or something. I have no problem with that. If you want to pay for the full version, you don't get adverts. As long as that this stays in the free-to-play, and it doesn't start creeping into the full-paid games, I don't have a problem with it. And I can't see them ever doing that, because I think the backlash would be tremendous. But sometimes these developers have got to make their money back some way. I I just don't see what anyone's complaining about here. It's like anything. You watch YouTube for free, you get adverts. You don't get adverts on this podcast, and I'm, as of now, nowhere near that stage. But, you know, you watch TV for free, well, mostly, and you get adverts on that. So they've got to recoup their money some way. That's just how these things go. Now, also, I've seen that the Turtles... Oh, the Turtles. I love the Turtles. I'm such a huge fan. Now, their new game, Shredder's Revenge, is coming out soon. Well, we've we've not heard anything for a while, but finally we got some more news, and we got 11 minutes more worth of gameplay, and it just... This game is going to be superb when it comes out. Made by the guys who got involved in Streets of Rage 4. This game is going to be superb. But what is going to be fantastic, and what I am so looking forward to more than anything is that they are bringing back the original voice actors from the old show, which is 
absolutely great. That's, for me, they are still some of the best voice actors. And the guy who did Donatello went on for so long. Or was it Raph? Basically, I think it was, was it Raph? Yeah, it was the guy who did Raph from the original show, then went on to do Donatello later on. So they've been around for so long. Unfortunately, though, there will be no Shredder. Unfortunately, he was played by the great James Avery, who was also Uncle Phil from the Prince of Bel-Air series, which I never knew for years. He sadly passed away many years ago, which is a big shame because James Avery is a great actor. And yeah, to not have Shredder does really hurt. And it's a big, big shame, really. And I'll always associate James Avery with the Shredder's voice. I know that when they did the Turtles Forever film, they did have someone in, but it was it's not James Avery. And rest in peace, my friend, rest in peace. All that gaming news, I know this kind of links to the Turtles because they recently recognized, recognized, they announced they were going to be releasing the Cowabunga collection. Well, Sega decided they want to get in on the act on Sonic's birthday and they're releasing another Sonic collection. And this is all HD remixes and this is going to be coming out in June for all consoles. Now, the thing is, whilst don't get me wrong, the trailer looked amazing. Right, let's get on to the positives first. The trailer looked absolutely incredible. The animation they showed for Sonic Whip and Round, Tails, Amy Rose, Metal Sonic, it looked awesome. I was like, why don't we get Sonic cartoons like that? It would look superb if they did like that, because it's just, it's just, it's so freshly drawn. Is that the word? Drawn? Yeah, it just looks brilliant. And we never, we've not had a drawn cartoon series in ages. Now, you're going to be getting Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and Sonic CD, all in HD. And you can play them with Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, which is cool. I, I do like that. However, there's a few things. Saying it's the new Sonic collection, we've seen the Sonic collection many a times. We've had ones for the GameCube, we've had ones for the Game Boy, the PC, the Game Boy. They've been out, they, they've been, they've done the rounds, they really have. And some people said, I've already got them. <laughs> so I can understand it's like, why do you want to spend more money and get more new things? I, I can understand that. My other gripe is that whilst, you know, there's only four games here, and there are a lot more Sonic games to you can look at. The Turtles collection has got like 14, 13, 14 games of a range of different consoles, whereas Sonic's only got four. But there are more. There are other ones which, you know, they're on the Mega... I know they're on this Mega Drive Genesis collection. You've got Sonic Spinball, Sonic 3D Blast. You've got other games which you could bring out, like Sonic Fighters, Sonic R, which came out for the Sega Saturn. Chaotix, which came out for the Sega Saturn, which no one's ever seen since. The Master System games, the... um, What other ones are there? The Game Gear games. There are plenty of games which you could bring into an Ultimate Collection which will just be sitting there. I guarantee if you put you know, Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic Chaos from the Master System, people would play them. Of course they would. And Tails had his own one as well. Why not put them in a collection? Dr. Robotics Mean Bean Machine, put that into the collection. That's what people want to see. Because Sonic at the moment is on the biggest high it's ever had because of the second and first movie. And stop messaging me, people. For God's sake, we have this every time. Why are the people messaging me? It's not the fact that I forget to turn that off. It's the fact that I forget that people want to contact me. Damn it. But Sonic, as I was saying, is on the biggest high it's ever been. Oh, God, in about 15, 20 years, surely. And this is the time you capitalize. Give people what they want. Give them those Sonic games. Reintroduce them to some of the classics. I don't see what the problem is. If Tails are doing it, that's going to sell. That's That Cowabungus collection is going to sell. Do the same for Sonic. You are literally at the best opportunity to make money from this franchise. This is it. You've got a new game coming out for the PS5, Xbox Series, whatever, and a Nintendo open area Sonic, and that 
the pressure on that to be good is huge. I hope it is good. I, I like Sonic, but Jesus, this is this could be it for Sonic. You've got a third movie probably coming on the way. I'm sure that's been greenlit. You've got the Knuckles series coming out. Sonic is back, and he's not seen as a dickhead anymore. He is seen as one of the main features. You've just got to keep making these good games and bringing out the old ones, the good ones, would have been a great way to do this. Now, talking about games that just seemingly keeping me being re-released, GTA Five, and it's quite you know, relevant, considering we're talking about GTA 1. GTA 5, that's still being fucking sold. And every time I see someone buys a copy, they always say sorry, because it's for those people we don't see GTA 6 coming out. I've gone through this, I'm not going to go through it again. Why? But what's been quite interesting is, in a recent re-release of the game, or patch, they have removed anything that may be considered transphobic. Now, the trans topic is a very, very hot political topic at the moment, and I'm not going to give my two cents of what I think about that, but when it comes to this topic of Bin GTA, look, it's a difficult one. I'll be very careful with my words here. I understand why they've removed certain content out, but at the same time, this is a video game series where I can go, get in a car, run over a load of people, including children, get out, shoot them all, then shoot the following police officers, then go on a huge Mahal Maya chase, go in a plane, jump out of the plane, hide myself away until the police go away, then go get myself a haircut and go by a swimming pool and watch TV. So, someone's going to get offended in that whole line of things I've just said. Maybe the swimming pool might get offended. But... You know, you can go kill people, murder prostitutes, take their money. There's there's a range of things you can do, which is, you know, this game could be, in theory, banned for or, you know, offend somebody and upset somebody, especially when you're killing police officers and things like that. I don't know. Is um, I understand why, but are more people going to get offended now and say, you know, I want this aspect taken out of the game. You shouldn't be able to do this. I don't know. This is something that gaming, I think, will have to look at itself about how they do their content now and how much they're willing to say, no, this is our right to do this. If you're offended, that's your fault, not ours, you know, or we understand we have been offensive. So that's, it's it's a difficult one. And I think we'll see more of this as gaming goes forward in the future. Now, next week, this is a bit of a spoiler, I will be talking Streets of Rage. And this is on the original Sega Genesis Mega Drive and the first one. But what got announced today, or no, the other day, which I was very excited for, very excited, is that the John Wick creator, David Colstad, has signed on to be the screenwriter for the Streets of Rage film, which is fantastic. I think that's great. Some people are going, oh, you don't need to make a film. Why not? I think if you make it a good film, you don't make it like a really cheesy crappy film this film gets decent budget it's got a good solid screenwriter this is the guy who made john wick and the john wick films are absolutely incredible who's to say that you can't make a good streets of rage film the premise is all there corrupt cops 80s 90s setting you're beating up the shit out of people i don't see a problem with this and you know everyone could attack you at all points i really don't see the issue with this i think this is going to be a good film i will be one of the first to go see this when it comes out now the last thing I said, I'll take a swallow. I haven't got a drink with me. I apologize. The last thing I'm going to talk about in the news is huge. Absolutely huge. And somebody, I don't know how, has been able to get some screenshots out of Nintendo, Fort Nintendo, and it shows that they're going to be bringing the GBA games and Game Boy games to the Nintendo Switch. 
Now, this hasn't been confirmed. Okay, these are only screenshots, but they look pretty real. Now, I know you shouldn't comment on rumors, but this one I'm commenting on because I predicted we'd be getting Game Boy Advance a long time ago. I'm sure that was going to be coming. I thought, well, you're getting Super Nintendo. You're going to be getting it because there's a huge library there. And the screenshots show Pokemon Pinball that came out for the original Game Boy. I'll have to cover that at some stage. But it also shows Golden um, Sun, which came out for Game Boy Advance, which I will cover at one stage as well. I have to think this is real. I really do have to think this is real, and I think we will get an announcement soon, but it takes away a bit of the magic, as I always don't like when leaks come out, because I want to be surprised. I want to be like, whoa, cool, that was amazing, that was fucking unreal. I think this is real, and if this is real, I will be getting in touch with another podcast I listen to, and which this podcast is based off. I consider this version the shittier British-slash-Australian version, Remember the Game, which you should all listen to, and it has just been crowned the number one podcast in Canada, so I want to say very well done, a very big congratulations to Adam Blank, Mr. Blank. I want to say congratulations to you. You're an idol of mine, and you made me do this. You gave me the thing to do this and i only hope i can do this show and your show a bit of justice but if i go back to my point if the gba does get announced i'm going to go onto his show i'm going to force myself on with a letter and demand i get a parade because i predicted on his show that this was going to happen and he said no chance a bit more aggressively but he did say there'd be no chance and i will have him i'll have him i want a goddamn parade i was going to walk up to his house i don't know where he lives somewhere in the hills in canada with a moose and demand he gets that victory parade out, and I want Kylie Minogue in a car with me. My wife might get offended by that, but that's what I want, goddammit, and I will have that. So, bit random, but yeah. We all know what we get for with this show. Don't expect anything normal at all. I don't know why I'm doing the, the Simpsons eyes, but I am at this stage. Right, that is enough of the news. So we'll get on to our main point. As I said, it's GTA 1 that came out for the PlayStation 1. As I said, it wasn't a big game for me. Um, my brother used to play the shit out of this game. I used to play it just to cause chaos and just see what I can do, but there were a lot of problems I had with this game, which stopped me enjoying it even further. But I will be discussing this with my friend Dan. Uh, there is a bit of a microphone issue halfway through. Uh, his microphone kind of, he's just playing with it. He's only just got it brand new so it kind of disconnects so we have to reconnect but i do make a comment when that's going to happen and so i apologize when that does happen and um, but yeah i'm going to just whack some music on and when we come back me and dan are going to be talking about grand theft auto which came out for the playstation one on the 12th of december 1997 fuck me i'm old coming back onto the show Mr. Daniel Coles, how are you, sir? Yeah, very good, thanks. Um, I was braced for another one of your uh, Desert Island Discs intros um, after the last one, but um, yeah, very nice, very kind and uh, quick open. So yeah, no, really good. How are you? Well, yeah, I'm very well, thank you. No, that's going to be nice to you because, you know, you were very generous coming on last time. And if you don't know, Dan did one of the first episodes. He did Final Fantasy VIII. I think it was like, was that episode like three, four? It was Barrier. It was... It was Back right in the, the archives, yeah. Back, the show's three months old back in the archives yeah. <laughs> no, one day it'll be the archives one day it will be the archives no because i started off last time called you a pc master race wanker from the beginning absolutely yes yeah, so i was kind of braced for a little bit more of that tender love and care but um yeah well, we, no, might, good. we might get that you know, we, yeah we, we depends on how this is going i've had a little bit of sugar i've been out all day so i needed some sugar in me so we'll just see how we go and i'm hungry because i haven't had my tea yet 
So I'm, right. I'm, you know, looking at me. A hangry PC fervent. Oh, I'm quite, yeah, I'm quite getting quite says. hangry. This, this game's <laughs> really hangry. And, you know, we'll just see how it goes. I, we, we haven't even yeah. mentioned the game yet, but, you know. I'm I know. Sure. And also the fact that it was ported from PC to PS1. Was it? So, I thought it was the round. So no, it was no, PC it was PC. First. Yeah. So that's how blood. See, that's how much research we do in this show. Fuck all is the answer. <laughs> Fuck all research. So the game we are talking about is Grand Theft Auto. Now, you we can mention aspects of the, of the PC version because there, there are differences. But I played it predominantly on the PlayStation version. And from the sounds of it, we had very, very different experiences of it growing up. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I look at it through rose-tinted glasses a little bit now because obviously it was the, you know, the advent of, of this huge colossal franchise that it is today and then all the possibilities that today's tech gives it. I kind of still have a soft spot for where it started. Um, yeah, that's not to say that. there are things that I want to rip apart, um, as, as I know you do as well. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, really keen to, um, to get into that. But, um, yeah, no, soft spot, soft spot for me, but there were definitely some things that really, really got on my tits with it. Um, when did you when did you first kind of get exposed to it? When did you first? So get it? I I wasn't my type of game, honestly. It wasn't my cup of tea when I first got hold of it because my brother got hold of it. My brother Phil, aka Raf, he got hold of it and he loved it. Uh, he thoroughly loved uh, the GTA series. He played GTA One. I think he did play GTA Two. I can't remember who actually owned that. Um, and then obviously uh, GTA Three, where it just exploded. Um, but he played GTA 1, and then when he wasn't playing it, I'd give it a go, you know, just have see how I got on with it. And admittedly, didn't have the funnest time with this game and doing some research on this, and I re- remembered completely why I didn't have a lot of fun playing this game. Now, I give it, I'll give it the respect. I'll give it the respect. I mean, you can't see this. My arms are up. I, I will give it the respect as it deserves. Because without this, you're not going to have GTA 3. Fact, you wouldn't have that game. But I'm, I've not got rose-tinted glasses, so I can say this game is a bag of dicks. And, <laughs> you know, whatever you think, you can argue against me and say it's not, but I've got a lot of problems with this game. Oh, yeah, no pro- problems, definitely. Um, a, few, a few kind of nice things that I still kind of hold, not dear, but um, I, I like. I little I managed to find a, a port online to have a very quick kind of rerun, I suppose, just to refresh my memory. And, um, and yeah, the things did it hurt you? Things, yeah, it did a bit. See. Um, but in terms of kind of, I mean, I, I was my first exposure was, was PS One. Um, yeah. As you know, I'm a PC wanker on the side, so <laughs> I had it on PC as well. But um, first exposure I had was was actually when my friends had it on PS One, um, yeah. and you know, obviously it was just a one player game at that time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, friends and I, we'd, we'd, and I'm sure a lot of listeners did this as well, we'd go around to, to his house, we'd take turns to play, um, yeah. and basically raise as much hell as you possibly could until you got busted or wasted. Um, and I imagine a lot of people did that, um, which made it quite, you know, quite fun, because it's very arcadey, wasn't it? It was, you had to get yeah, top-down points. Yeah, yeah, you had to get a certain amount of points, I think, to get to the... Um, yes, that was the whole level. point. There was a story... Yeah. But we'll get on to oh, sto- Yeah, no, we'll get on to the last one of my pain points, actually. Story thin, thin story. But most of it was just getting yeah. to get as many points as possible to proceed yeah. to the next city. That's, that, that's, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, from the first time I played it, loved it, really. Um, 
when we got a PS1 kind of maybe year or so after um I kind of first played it um you know I was really lucky really my parents were quite liberal with stuff like that I was quite an early swearer um, yeah if you, can, if you can say that um had um you know played with toy guns all that sort of stuff so yeah. I suppose I had um quite a few of the kind of prerequisites to play a game like GTA probably six or seven years before before my time yeah um I mean, you know, playing stuff like Duke Nukem 64, all of the kind of mm-hmm. sexualized references and things like that, it kind of, all of that stuff is, you know, prevalent within GTA. So yeah, no, it was, it was brilliant kind of running around an open sandbox of a city at 11, 12 years old, running people over, <laughs> popping oh, people off with you. <laughs> it was something else, wasn't it? And yeah, I'd yeah. probably be in the same um, box as that because my mum, you know, she let us watch South Park. So this was probably the mm, next step yeah. up. Uh, my dad daddy shredder he probably banned me from playing this had he known at the time because he banned me from watching south park which is hilarious i thought he'd be okay with it but no 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 i think he went when when kitty's being a dildo and that was that was it straight away um but then i suspect he probably would have banned me and brother playing this straight away because it is violence it's extremely violent for important it's an 18 yeah 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 Wherever you are in the world, yeah, right. So, yeah, holy shit, was it like I'm used to like Sonic the Hedgehog and then Crash Bandicoot and Mario, and then all of a sudden you're running over people with your car. I'm like, holy shit! You're, mow- you're mowing down, you're mowing down Harry Krishna's getting a Garanga bonus for it. Yeah, <laughs> like what was it? Um, killing kills, kill, kills, classic kills. kill frenzies. Yeah, kill yeah. frenzies. Like, yeah. okay, oh, all yeah. right, that, let's just see where this goes. That um that boy, God, that takes me back. Whenever you got a mission, you, you finished a mission. A mission complete. Yeah. Stuff like, like that. Yeah. Those voice. little things just kind of come back to you. Um, uh, the difference with, with this game compared and, and number two compared to number three is that you're top down. So you're yeah. looking down on the city and yeah. your man can go in essentially the eight directions, uh, up, you know, like on a circular controller. But one of the main Main problems and straight from the off. And this is I where we go straight into the dislikes, aren't we? I have oh, my likes ready well, first. We can um, praise what we'll I can praise, route. but I'll dislike <laughs> what I dislike. Sure. But the main one well, of the main fucking problems, and I've never seen it in a game since. If you want to go forward with your character, you need to press X. Why? No. Just just, no. just use the D-pad. Use the D-pad. Use the D-pad. This, this was before this was before Dual Shock, really. Yeah, the analog was No. We could we could you can do that direction on a D-pad. I don't see what the problem was with that. It's like just poor. Like it was what was it triangle to go back or something? Or X yeah, I, I did. I hated the D, that that control set. I did hate. So, and when I um, uh, kind of went back to it, I'd completely forgotten that. And then you realise you have to go through the, the instructions just to realise that oh, I've got to press X. Yeah, you got yeah, to it was... you, It's like. The guy's gonna probably go to the shittest turning circle ever. I was like, oh for fuck's sake. So that's like that's a dick. And you couldn't right even change box, it. Yeah. Right out of the bat. Here no, I know, yeah, it's all all quite all quite tied up, wasn't it? Um yeah, no, the control control setup was, was horrible for me. I think if you um got out of a car, if you parked a car too close to the wall and you got out of the car, obviously it would get you would climb over the passenger seat and get out, but then you wouldn't be able to get back in again. So if you had oh, a really? car. Yeah, if you had a good car that you kind of wanted to keep hold of for a bit, but you in a rush to kind of get out to, you know, do a mission or something like that, parted too close to a wall, you couldn't get back in. You could see it try. 
Yep, sorry everyone, this is just where it cuts out and we're just going to cut back in now. Sorry about that. You were saying about bad cars. Oh no, you couldn't jump out, you're jumping out the car. Yeah, no, no, so um, if you parked your car too close to the wall, you'd climb over the, drive, the driver's seat to the passenger seat to get out, but then you couldn't get back in. You'd, and he'd try to get back in, but you'd just have to give it up and go find another car. Um, so little crappy things like that, you know, I suppose at the time it's not the person they're thinking about, but... Um, well, bugs like that will draw away from the experience, don't they? Well, that was the thing. This, this, I will give it to you. This game originally wasn't meant to be this game. It was meant to be like a cops and robbers thing. Yeah. But because the police, apparently, the glitch, the, there was a glitch with the police where they were far too aggressive. They just thought, ah, oh, this is way more fun this way around, and hence this game was born. So this is very, very much experimental. There was nothing else like it at the market at the time. So we'll give it. No, that. no, it's groundbreaking. Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, just that, that open open city, and I, I saw a I saw a render of um, Liberty City, I think, a few weeks ago, and it's amazing yeah. on how similar all of the textures, all the roads look. Um, it's very. I, I one thing I found was very hard to kind of differentiate where you were on the map because there was no sat nav. There's no, you know, in, in the, the modern GTAs, you've got your yeah. map window in the corner. You've got your sat nav telling you where to go to get to your objectives and things like that. There's none of that in oh, originals. Do you want to get to the fucking map? Fucking this, this, this is one of my biggest fucking bugbears, right? So I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going. I, I, oh, I'm going. Basically, right when you buy the game, right, you get copies of the maps, right? You you can stick them on your wall. So if you download, which was quite game, cool, which was cool, cool. But there's a reason why, because you fucking needed them. Because, and it's not so much a problem in the first city, Liberty City, but sorry, no, it's a massive problem with Liberty City because that was basically New York. The other two aren't so bad. But the problem was, if you needed to know where you were going in the game, you had a little arrow that would basically tell arrow. you, yeah. like basically where the where the crow flies. That was where the objective was. So you'd follow yeah. the fucking little arrow, thinking, oh, it's going to take me the best route. No, no, it's taking down a dead end. Off. Which does it are a dead end into fucking water. Yeah. It is really where the flow, where the flow, where the crow fucking flies. So that's why I need a fucking map. So you can work out, oh, I need to get to that point. Oh, this is the route I need to yeah. take. Yeah. You're not doing that. You need to know the freaking map or have it in, in front um, of you. Well, you're fucked. In, yeah, and in, um, obviously there are docks and things like that. So yeah, you would get run down, run down the dead end quite a lot, wouldn't you? I just found it, looking back on it now, I find that hilarious. Obviously, back before the days of, you know, things like SatNav and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure one of the quite early missions in, in Liberty City is you've just got, you've got to pick up someone who's just robbed a bank and take them to a safe house. That's one of the first imagine, missions. One of the yeah, first but missions. Imagine, imagine that. First. Imagine that. Kind of, you're new to Liberty City. You've been hired as a getaway driver. You pick this guy up. You're driving around. All of a sudden, you realise you're lost. You've got the robber next to you. He's just like... Why don't you just pluck up the courage and admit that you're lost? And you're just yeah. like, we're not lost. I'm quite new here. I don't know my way around. And I don't take kindly to being shouted at. So you well, that's what it's going to be like, isn't it? But he said, oh, sorry, it's not my fault. I'm new and I've got this yeah. big arrow in my head. Get, get me the A to Z out of the glove box and tell us where we're going. You know, it's, uh, I pr- you know, you remember back in the day um, where, again, before SatNav and you were going on a long trip, you'd go on the AA website and you'd print off the directions before. Jesus, yes. And because my mother, my mother was so shit at directions, she was like, I can't do yeah. this. She said, I have no yeah. problem. Follow this road. This is what yeah. old GTA is like. So maybe I should have been fine. But without a freaking map, 
This thing's a dick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, and, and yeah, I just yeah. need to throw in the robber out the car and say, right, go on, mate. If you swim over that way, you'll be fine. Just just jump in. Just, just do it yourself. Because it's bullshit. It's not as bad in the other two cities, but in this first city, because it's based on New York, it's a fucking nightmare. And I don't know, understand when they were, they were testing it, going, hmm, this just doesn't work properly. Although, I suppose the theory is, you had a map, so use the map, and you haven't got that problem. So... Maybe it's our fault being lazy bastards because we're not looking at the math. I mean, I, I do think it's um, it's not realistic to expect people to study the map beforehand and you know get a really good grip of where they're meant to be going. Because the thing is, it's all it's, it was, it was all um, there were no curves, were there? It was all kind of straight. Yeah, um, it was all straight. straight there was no yeah. curves. It was just literally it was straight. It's a massive roads. grid, wasn't it? Really, yeah, it was With, a grid. there was small smaller roads, cut-throughs and things like that to kind of give it the variety. But there were no curves at all. You had the huge highways and they were just all kind of big T-junctions or four-way junctions, weren't they? Yeah, correct. So you're just like, right, which bit of the grid do I need to go now? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I now need to work out in which shit car am I going to drive this in because they all handle like shit. Uh, So some of the cars, I love some of the cars because, um, and I'm glad you mentioned that, because... There were so many clear rip-offs of proper motors, weren't there? Oh, yeah, and you, yeah. You kind of got in and, and some of the names, like, I mean, I've picked out a few. You've got the Jugular, which is obviously a Jag. Jaguar, yeah. Um, it was, you know, Cosy was Ford Cosworth, so some are a bit closer to the copyright line than others. Um, I mean, there, there, were, there were loads. There were a very, very obvious Dodge Viper rip-off. Yeah. Um, that like, Beast GTS. And then you kind of saw those, you know, driving around. You're like, oh, I've got, an, I've got to take that. I've got to steal That's that. the only car you'd want. The only car. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, <laughs> one of the cool things about going through the levels is there were new cars in the other cities that you could discover. Yeah. But there were, there were a few of the staples that you would get in all three. But there were some that um, you only got in San Andreas or, or Vice City, which were yeah. quite cool. For a lot more convertibles and top-down cars, which is obviously quite cool. They were quite quick as well. Yeah. Um, but it was almost like, look back now, it was almost like the old Pro Evo um, attempt at naming things, wasn't it? Do you remember PS, um, PES 1 with... Ryan old, Greggs, yeah, Rude the old Mistel Room old and things like that. Stuff. It was, yeah, it was quite yeah, similar yeah. to that, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and I know, they, I know they still do that today, but um, you know, that a lot of the cars in today's they sound a lot. They've got their own brands and things like that, and they sound a lot more plausible. But yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. it was literally drop one letter to um, make it just different enough. To, yeah. And because the, the cars look the same, like the Jugular looked like an old school Jag. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Here we go. But the thing is, I think the problems they had with those cars is, yeah, you want to get the fast cars, but then the cars handled like shit. And then the main problem was, is because you're playing that top-down view, yeah, the camera would, like, when you're in a car and you're starting to go fast, the camera would kind of rise up so you get a little bit more of a street view. But you need to have, like, Jedi-like reactions to be able to handle this thing properly Mm. because you're going to fucking crash. We've got the same... It's it's so hard to drive. It's insane. I suppose you've got the same problems driving the um, the cars as you have controlling your guy. Yes, you? you can only go those same eight directions. That proxy D pad. Yeah. Um, same direct. Same problem. Obviously, you're traveling so much quicker in the car as well. And like you say, Jedi reactions required. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was it was clunky to say the least. Oh, it was clunky. Like don't get me wrong, it was cool to do, but you, it's not like you know current GTA where you've got a nice stretch your highway to go you know yeah. 
put, let the wind go through your, your artificial <laughs> hair. You ain't have that. You've got, it's always busy. There's always freaking cars. You're always going to smash something. You're always going to probably run over somebody. It's just, that's just what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, talking of smashing things, I do have to mention tanks. Oh, yeah, you can mention tanks before yeah. we have the other shit vehicle. Go on, tanks oh, are no, always fun. Tank. Because oh, well, you, you, I remember you would, you go if you, especially if you're driving quickly and it would zoom out, you might sometimes kind of get a little snippet of like an army base and you yeah. buy a tank in there. And if you're really lucky, you kind of see the tank kind of sitting there. Sometimes you wouldn't be able to get in because it would be saved for a mission. Yeah. Other times there would be other ways to sneak in and, and steal it and obviously break out. And, and I used to love sometimes you know, just going down the, down the highway, mowing cars down. Oh. They would all explode behind you, wouldn't they? And you could ping people with the turret and things There's as well. There's nothing better. There is nothing no, better than a GTA no, game getting a tank. Yeah. There's just nothing yeah. It's um, the supreme. The supreme mode of GTA is getting a tank, no matter what game it is. Just get your yeah, tank. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, I cut you off there. You were about to go full throttle into something else. I think the bikes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting because you have you had bikes in the the originals, and they didn't have them in GTA Three, and then it came back for Vice City. Oh, did they? But um, yeah. So in the in the first three D um game, they didn't have. There's no there were no bikes in that. Probably because they um, realised there was. Yeah, the bikes. bikes. Yeah, the bikes were impossible because they were impossibly quick, um, even harder to control than um, the cars were. Yeah, they were yeah. awful, awful. And the t- slightest little touch of anything, you fell off your bike. Yeah, you were gone. Did you die if you fell off your bike? No, no, no. You didn't die, but it was just like, eh, like the slightest touch. Eh. It was like, oh fuck off, get up. But yeah, they super. You had super bikes and kind of the scrambler sort of crappy ones but yeah no i'm surprised you didn't die actually because unless you had um kind of body armor you could you could be killed in one shot oh that's another jesus that's on my notes that's on me this is on my i'm pissed off like literally without body armor in this game it's not like you know current gta we've got like health monitor or you know heart monitor or whatever yeah yeah yeah. in this in, in original gta you die you did it's like never get into a shootout with the police. With you're, you're dead. You just you're just booked because they kill you. One shot dead. I suppose that's really. And also, there were, there were times where you'd have to wipe out groups, and I suppose a lot of the time you would just opt to kind of run them all over, which <laughs> was option. also troublesome. If you've got one, but they all, they will run away. If you've got one that's kind of running and they then run down alleyway, it's so hard to kind of follow them down there and finish them off. It's a risk. But yeah. I remember one stray bullet would kill you and you kind of get so far. Because there's no... What was the saving oh, mechanism so like in this, GTA this, 1? Okay, so this was another real problem I had. And, you know, back in the day, games had this problem. But you think that the PlayStation, by this point, might have got around it. So there were very limited save points. Basically, you only really got a save point when you got to the new island. That was your save point. And if you had, lim- and you also had limited lives as well, so you could run out of lives, and that's the end of the game. Like, unlucky mm. fact. That, and that, so you yeah. get so far in this game, and it just be taken away from you. It's like that's yeah, I harsh. Think, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, early on, I think the um, the scores you needed to get to progress weren't too prohibitive. I think the first couple of levels, it's a million points. And yeah. as you completed missions, I remember you used to get a multiplier, didn't you? So if you chain mission completes together. Yes. Um, you would get double, triple, 
quadruple yeah. points or you know whatever it would have been but missions obviously were the biggest way to, to build your points but you could also yes. steal cars and drive them to a garage and sell them couldn't you yes things like that so if you if you were to get the premium cars then you'd be able to kind of drop you know build up your build up your points that way as well obviously it's not as fun to do that but um if you died though you'd lost that multiplier at least at least it halved i think yeah, you lost it different... you lost the multiplier you lost it, it was gone and then and if you got busted did you it halved if you got busted i think but you could also get get out of jail free um power-ups couldn't you and you'd have it kind yeah. of in your back pocket if you got arrested and you'd, you'd keep your multiplier for one one bust your monopoly yes. card yeah exactly but but the higher up you got i mean i think the final couple of levels are at least four or five million i know there are more missions but that you're you're then tied into having to complete that in one go yeah it's it's a big ask isn't it well i i never completed this game just because you know we have the missions and you know i, I basically didn't realize about that multiplier i had no idea because i was just a kid but you know, you get these missions which are basically pay phone phone calls, and then you do the mission, and then if you fail the mission, that's you you don't get a rego. That, don't get it again. It. No, yeah, that's that's one less way to pick up the points. That like, you oh, need. that's harsh. But so I just basically spent my whole time just just trying to cause as much shit as possible. That was most <laughs> of my experience. I didn't think I, did, I got to the first island at least. Sorry, second island. But then Andreas, yeah. I was like, just now, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to annihilate shit as much as I can and have fun. Because that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. yeah, when you fail a mission, that's it. You can't redo it. It's like, oh, that's a bit more. You want to give that a go. It kind of flies in the face of the arcade aspect yeah. of it. You would think you would be able to replay it. But um, yeah, no, it, it was it was really not. I, I did love the, the Die Hard 3 aspect of that, though. Yeah, the payphone going off, you pick up the phone. But one annoying yeah. thing about that was almost every mission, you'd pick up the phone and it would say, drive to this location, pick up this phone. Like, just tell me the fucking mission now. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't make me drive to another. Don't make me drive across town to a fucking hack and slash or one of the you know, the, the different regions just to pick up another phone to be told what the mission is. Why can't you just tell me at the phone I've I've just got to it? Yeah, but that's very. I said that's very um, die hard three. Jean McLean. Yeah. You need yeah, to that's go it. over yeah, so on this says, island in yeah. thirty minutes. I was like, okay, yeah. I just suddenly. I, love, I, I did love die hard three. That went about um, million. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, annoying, annoying aspects of it. But there were quite, there were a lot of homages to film in there, weren't there? I mean, there's definitely one mission I remember where you had to get on a bus and, and not let it drop below 50 miles an hour, which is an obvious nod to Bit speed. Bit of speed. It was brilliant. But um, I, I read um, a couple of articles just from the designers and things, and they did make that, you know, obviously heavily influenced and heavily inspired by a lot of films of, of the time and then there's a lot of that kind of reflected in the game which i did think was quite cool having yeah. seen those films and, and getting to kind of partially relive aspects of that was was quite a cool thing at the time yeah it was in so this game was an experiment and you know as much as i can shit on this game for the problems that it has and there are there are a load of freaking problems that's why i don't think i think anyone who played gta3 wanting to go back to its roots I'm not going to have a fun time. It's not like, yeah, it's not like you can go play, you know, you play Sonic and Mario and you go, do you know what? I want to go back to their roots and I'll I'll still have a fun time, but you will not with this. No, you you won't have a fun time. It's like you play Tekken. We we mentioned this, me and Jake, a few weeks ago. You play Tekken 1 and 2, you're not going to have a fun time, but play Mm. the old Sonic and Mario's, you're still going to have a great time. You'll still love it. I think it does require a lot of, it's of its time 
kind of remembering that if you're if you're genuinely exposed to gta for the first time at gta 3 which i imagine a huge amount of people would have been yeah going back to the originals you know the og games to see what it was like back in the day um and, and you know this is the beauty of the, this, this podcast because you know we explore kind of that what it was like before you know we're so you know lucky with the technology we've got these days how did oh, you God, survive yeah. playing a game like that um and you look back at it now and yeah you would never even dream of creating a game like this unless you were doing it purely to kind of recreate that retro aspect yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and you know this was an experiment it did things that didn't work but it did things that did work one of the cool things which is still around today is the radio stations which i thought were freaking genius so yeah you don't know what they are is basically when you get into a car they had their own tunes they made their own songs and they you could actually use your own i think you should you can use your own i think if you were able to link you could yeah i think you could try the the, the music in the first two was uh, i think created by all, all kind of fictional you know not real yeah. licensed music by i think two composers and they took half of the genres each so, yeah. you know, you had a country station, rock station, pop station, um, and they took half the music each and just composed a load of, a load of tracks to, to go on that radio station. I think the only radio station that survived from GTA 1 through to Liberty City was Head Radio. Yeah. Um, but then the rest have either died or death or been reincarnated to something else. But um, some of those tracks, going back and listening to it, were actually quite good. Well, that's the thing. They made it good. And, you know, if your thing has good music, you're fine. Like, okay, I'm. This is a spoiler for future episodes. Um, we'll be doing Streets of Rage soon, and you know that music on the Mega Drive, Sonic Two, freaking in the yeah. tits. Mm. You know, absolutely incredible, and that music still lives on. And GTA, that I will give them that. Um, they put it wasn't Rockstar Games then; it, it later became Rockstar. DMX or DMA. Yeah, yeah, yes. DMA Design. Yeah, DMA Design. And they, they put an effort in it. said, yeah, they got the composers in. They made a real effort. And yeah. the radio stations, like now, like playing future GTA or current GTAs are like one of the crooks. And you can get CDs upon CDs of just the radio stations, which in itself is incredible. Mm. I think that, that's always something they've done exceptionally well. Obviously, it's a bigger challenge back in the day when they weren't licensing real tracks. But um, yeah. always something they've done. I think the, the Vice City soundtrack is still seminal to this day, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. And that's heralded as one of the best of all time and, and rightly so, in my opinion. Do you think do you think like you you know when now now GTA six is officially being created? They'll bring they'll, they'll look at like some podcasts, like gaming podcasts or comedy. Like imagine like Ricky Gervais, you're playing GTA and you're driving around to Ricky Gervais. How funny would that be? That'd be class. It would be. I mean, it, it would I'm sure it would have to be sort of a fictionalized version of him, and it would be it would be something like you know, like we talked about earlier with the um, the names of the cars being subtly shifted. Why, why does it have to be fictionalised? Why not I get the actual people? Why, you know, let's say, I don't know, any comedian, right, who could say, do you know what? I, I want to come on your game and make something for the show. I think, the, I mean, yeah, there's definitely, I think you've got, especially these days, you've got the likes of like Snoop and Dre created um, a few tunes um, specifically for one of the GTA Online expansions. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think in terms of kind of characters in it, yeah, I, 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 it would be brilliant, don't get me wrong. I think there'd be quite a lot of worried about being associated with everything that GTA stands for. And you can imagine criticism, you know, advocating violence and all that sort of oh, stuff, whether yeah. that would be 
that whether that would be something that would put people off, but it would it would be it would be incredible to um to speak to, interact with, do missions with digital incarnations of, of real people. That would be incredible. That will, um that but will be they get around it, don't they? You know, there are there are blatantly, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a sort of Trumpian figure in the next GTA who obviously isn't called Donald Trump, but would be called something mildly oh. similar, but you would see the characteristics and the traits just beaming through in that Mate, big orange face there's donald trump pokemon so it wouldn't play it wouldn't well play. yeah it's yeah apparently you know beyond parody now but um yeah you can imagine that and and plenty of other people um as well um and you know all the, all it would take would be the drop of a letter or the addition of a letter to certainly change that name and and, you're in. um yeah you're in exactly well, they can parody me. But this is the thing, like, <laughs> I remember there the were, you know, there's always controversy with GTA. And I, I think I would have mentioned the GTA controversy currently going on in the, new, in the news section earlier on. But I remember when this came in, came, came out, there were people complaining, you know, that wanted it banned because it was so violent. Because, yeah, you could kill and run over the police and random civilians. It wasn't like you were a spy. You were just a criminal. And yeah, they've wanted it banned. And GTA has always had that tag and will always probably have these complaints about you know, the content in them and people want to try and ban the game. But it's not going to happen because it's one of them. It's an 18. If you're not 18, you shouldn't be playing it. That's their argument. Double-edged, double-edged sword as well, though, isn't it? Because some of that notoriety is what's elevated it to the status that it's at. 100%. You know, it's- it's it kind of almost courts that and, and it obviously you, you know creating a game like that that you are going to get your, your, you know your detractors and, and things like that but that's what adds to the not mystiques obviously the wrong word but adds to the attraction of it in some ways and, and yes there's a balance to be struck but um i think absolutely that controversy is is what elevated it to where it is and, and you know a lot of people love it for that and and it's it's brilliant it's an escape you know you obviously can't do that in real life but being able to go into a digital world and do it, it's... Um, it, it's just, it was just that. something different. And I suppose that is a positive that I can give this game to say that, you you know, you've, it, it created, it built the foundations for something which is the still one of the biggest games of all time in GTA V, which is still a fucking PS3 game. And it's still getting mod updated for PS5. Flogging a, flogging a dead horse now. Have you, do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Marge has to um, make a different suit out of that Chanel suit she gets <laughs> in Ogdenville? Yeah. yeah. And she runs out of ways to reinvent it. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, she, five. it she rips it in the end. She um, ends up Homer it. distracts her or something. Or yeah. no, Lisa is um, getting on her nerves and, and she ends up hitting the pedal and running the whole pedal because lisa wants it to make her own costume yeah. how, how, how close to how close to the um the sewing machine do you think gta 5 is now well the thing is people keep buying it it's still one of the most boring games it. yeah this is what you know i, I said this on if you start buying it they'll remake another one but it's still being bought and everyone, i see people now um, apologizing i'm sorry on, i bought it online online is obviously such a huge money spinner still uh, and they're still creating packages and DLC yeah. for that, aren't they? So, and there we go. And yeah, and that's the thing. And we could talk about GTA all day, you know, and, and where it is now. But for what this game is, look, I've kind of gone through all my gripes, and I suppose you know, if I'm gonna, and have you got anything else to say before we can kind of wrap this up on it? If you've got anything else you want to bring up, uh, no, I think I think we've we've covered a, a lot a lot of ground. Um, yeah. I think um, going back to the um, story element. I think absolutely, you know, the thinnest of thin 
sentiments of story throughout it. The missions were one-offs. You worked for one person yeah. per, per mission mainly, and you took missions from them. I think there's a very kind of slight undercurrent of story. When you finished each level, you would get a cutscene with the person you're supposed to be working for. You'd either have double-crossed them or you know, you'd have done their bidding and, and they would then fly off into the sunset to you know get out of the, get out of the spotlight. Wait. But there was no there was no, you know, unlike today where it's a full-on narrative, you know, from start to finish, really. Um, but again, uh you know, roasting two glasses and, and trying to keep that sense of perspective. It's an arcade game, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah. So why would you have a story? It's about, you know, bombing around the city, mowing people down, stealing cars, yeah. completing one-off missions, A to B, put, all that sort of stuff. I'll put it out there. The TMNT Turtles in Time had a better story than this. That's that's the, that's the best reflective. It's a no story. Talk us, talk us through that. You go back in, you go fight the Shredder, you go back in time, you fight your way back through time, you beat Shredder. There we go. More of a story... <laughs> Oh no! Well, yeah, no, yeah. He, st- he steals. He steals the uh, the Statue of Liberty. Better story. There we go. I'd agree. Uh, yeah. People might disagree. But again, you know, one of the one of the one of the it's got that charm about it as well, isn't it? That there's no huge story to remember. It's all kind of self-contained within each mission, I guess. Yeah. So even yeah. mission to mission, there were very. I think a couple of missions had um, what kind of well, not sequels as such, but. I think there's a mission in Vice City, I think, where you need to steal a certain type of car or multiple versions of a certain type of car. Then when you complete that mission, the next mission from that same payphone would be an extension on the last mission. But that's that's as far as it got. I yeah. Think. So, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge fan of story driven stuff. You know, we've talked about Final Fantasy before, huge fans of that and, and anything kind of story driven. You get completely lost in that. I think. You can dip into GTA for ten minutes or so, just to you know ride around the city and, and, yeah, and you know, with, the, with the great tunes on, and um, blow off some steam, couldn't you? And, and that would be that. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot wrong with it. But yeah, still got a small place, small place in my retro heart. Retro heart. Well, if you had to score it out of ten, what would you give it? Oh, I'd probably say I think can't go too high can you considering everything we've talked about i'd say about six and a half but i i my head says six and a half my heart says six and a half. I, i'm gonna go five, five it's i don't i don't that's not knocking its legacy but no. as a standalone piece that's it, fair i think that's fair dreadful. Yeah, i've probably been a bit too generous we'll go six <laughs> and a half we'll go six and a half heart is now saying six and a half Six and a half. Well, yeah. there we go. Said, yeah, that's what happens when you get rose tinted glasses. It just covers up the shit. That's basically <laughs> the best way. I'd I give the PC port a seven. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, Dan, thank you very much once again for joining us. It's been a pl- yeah, uh, ish. It's been a pleasure talking to you, just not talking about this shite. Come back, come back with a better game. <laughs> sure. Best. Thanks, Dan. All right, talk. Time, mate. Hang on. Stop. And that was Grand Theft Auto for the PlayStation 1. Dan, thanks again very much for joining us. He's actually put himself down as a contrib- contributor on Twitter, which I think, all right, big boy. All right, you, 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 you're officially linking yourself to this show now. All right, dickhead. If that's what you want to do, you can do that. That's fine. 
But until then, I've really enjoyed myself. I'm just, she said, just really enjoying myself. But Dan, thanks again for being on. Everyone, thanks again for listening. I said, if you want to support the show, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Patreon, and you know, hopefully we can build this little show and make it even bigger than what it is. And until then, I will see everyone else next week. My name is Danny. Take care of yourselves. Bye bye. <laughs>